maybe we have this parallel universe mm. energy thing going on. We're helping them and they're helping us. So maybe all of you people out there that have gone through this loss, maybe you did a great job and helped your baby move on. That's what I think is possible mm. from my story. What else could it be? Here we are. Welcome along. It is the Still Parents Podcast, episode number 45. Thank you to everyone who is joining us on the live stream, or if you are listening to this at a future date, whenever that is. Hey, up, Ryan. Good evening. I was listening back to last week's episode. You was in such a foul mood. Because Villa lost. Because Man City just beat Villa, that's <laughs> why. And then, obviously, Villa lost again yesterday, but you can't give me any grief because Leicester got whooped today as well. So there we go, Dan. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And I've got a result because the Alvin haven't played yet, so I'm happy. That is the voice of, uh, voice of Matt Whitehouse. How are you, Matt? You okay? I'm very well. So last week, obviously, Matt was joined by his other half, Crystal, Crystal Whitehouse. That's up if you would like to uh, to listen back through uh, your podcast provider. Also through our website, stillparentspodcast.co.uk, stillparentspodcast on Instagram. The Crystal, and it's weird to say enjoy it because I'm wary of the, obviously, you know, the reason why we're here. We had lots of conversations during the show about how your ride home's going to be. How was it? <laughs> no, no, it was, it was fine. <laughs> it was fine. No, it, you know, she, she really did. She, she enjoyed it and she, she wants to come. <laughs> Do you smell that? Yeah. Bullshit. She wants to come back on again. So maybe we could have Amy and Crystal together. We'll take over. That is um, Amy Jackson. We will uh, stick the link in the description to Amy's episode when, in fact, it's on last week's as well, but when she joined Ryan... Uh, it was about a year ago. And you were our first ever female guest when you were just talking about just things from, from your perspective. So thank you very much for, for coming. There is a reason that you're in tonight. Yeah. Because our special guest joining us this evening, it's not in the, uh, in the studio, but he's online with us. How are you, Scott? Scott Harrison, welcome along. Thank you for having me. And good evening, everyone. Amy, actually, because you, you know Scott better than anyone else in the room, sort of. Sort of, yeah. <laughs> uh, let me, you want to do the honours? Whose computer keeps beeping by that? Is that you, Ryan? It's not my computer. Scott's? It might be mine, I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't even know how to stop that. Yeah. Uh, there'll be the emails, I guess, coming in and things like that. Go on, Amy, go, go for it. So I signed up to something called the Six Pack Revolution in January. And Scott is the founder of the Six Pack Revolution. And when I saw his story, I just thought it was very fitting for him to join us on Oh, fitting, see what he did there. <laughs> yeah. And how's that, how's that going so far? You enjoying it? You got your six pack? I'm nearly, nearly. Ryan gave up after a week, didn't he? He just couldn't, yeah. No, he didn't. Did you know this, Scott? No, no, listen, in in all seriousness. (laughs) Did you know this, Scott? I'll be honest, I couldn't keep up with what Amy was doing, personally. Simple as that, I've done the wall from you guys and Amy. Amy's a machine. She was even, (laughs) even even with a broken arm, she was laughing and beating us. (laughs) Yeah, we did this uh, race, Scott, not so long back called the Wolf Run. It's like one of those obstacle courses. We, we also refer to it as the mud, piss and shit run. And uh, yeah, Amy had broke her arm and she was still just absolutely smashing it yeah. right toward the end on that. So. Of course. Scott, thank you very much for joining us, by the way. We, we've got you on the show to talk about your story, what happened with you and your boys. It's Evan, isn't it? Yeah. So if you don't mind, and as I say to every guest, in as much detail or as little detail as you want, Ryan and Matt and Amy and myself will jump in from time to time and just tell us about what happened. I'm hoping this is going to give something to all those people listening that uh, have been in a situation like this and that maybe it's something different as well. I was blessed enough to 
have something very special happen and a very beautiful happen within the tragedy that occurred. So let me tell you the whole story because yeah. it kind of needs to be told in that way, if that's okay. Absolutely fine. So my wife and I, one night when we wasn't behaving <laughs> and look, uh, making sure, I'm sure we can all understand what I'm saying, one night only, yeah. um, <laughs> and we found ourselves pregnant. We had a boy and a girl already. We wasn't planning on any more children. And this kind of was a bit of a, oh my gosh, like, and don't get me wrong, I do know how it works. It was just one of them one-off things. Yeah. And we didn't really know what to do, if I'm honest with you. So what we so, so we was having this discussion, right, what do we do? Mm. Um, we'd actually booked, believe it or not, three holidays. So I was thinking, right, I've got to cancel this and cancel that and all this stuff. Do we want to do this? And look, I know a lot of people will say that a child's life is, but I'm not saying anything like about abortion or anything. I'm just saying we were just having a discussion. Yeah. An adult's discussion. And we kind of kept like going backwards and forwards. Oh, no, like this. And then we decided to write down the pros and cons. Mm -hmm. Like try and just sort of like, let's look at it in a, in a more methodical way yeah. and make a decision. There was no cons. It was all pros. Yeah. We had the love. We had we could afford it. We had the room. We had the, the family. There was no reason to turn this light off that was coming towards us. So we're just sort of like sitting with that for a little bit. Because obviously a bit of, having a child is a big upheaval of yeah. everything and, you know, we, we just wasn't sure. So... We're driving towards my daughter's school to see her in assembly. And, sorry, I get I struggle with this. Bear, bear with no, me. No, listen, take all the time that you need. Just, just, just to give you a second, how, how old are your the children, if you don't mind? And when was this with, with Evan? So Evan's birthday is this um, Wednesday coming. Uh, and he would have been, he would be fine. Okay. Anyway, let me get back to that. So... We're driving towards the school and we're still discussing it and we're kind of excited, but we're still like, oh, and I said, I'm very into visualization and the law of attraction and the universe and all that stuff. So I said to, I said to Vicky, my wife, let's ask the universe for a sign. And I don't know why I said this and I don't know why it came in my mind, but I said to her, if we see a blue tree, we're having the baby. And she looked at me, and her exact words were, we are not going to see a blue tree, are we? So I said, exactly. So if we do, we know it's a sign. Yeah. So we go into my daughter's assembly. They put on a little show. After the show, you can go, they sent the parents back into the uh, kids uh, in the classroom to go and look at their books and stuff for maybe 20 minutes, and then you're sent home. So we were sent home, and we were sent down this other... Um, corridor that I've never really been it was like you come in one way and you went out another and we're walking down the corridor and on the left hand side of the wall in blue handprints was the biggest bluest tree you've ever seen it wasn't green it was this eco save the planet display that was the kids had obviously done and it was just wow. one big, massive blue tree. So I froze, grabbed yeah. um, Vicky's hand. Then she's froze. I've turned around. I've picked her up, spun around and gone, 
we're having the baby. Yeah. So now, like, decisions made. We're all excited. We can't wait. We're bringing... Um, oh, so at this point, we haven't told the kids or anything yet. So... Anyway, um, was it a relief to know to have that? Obviously, because you're putting it with the blue tree thing's amazing, and so you, you put it out there. And your can you can you remember your obviously your happy emotions? But that mo- that moment when you saw it, can you expand on, on on that at all? Just because it is quite, it's one of those moments, isn't it? It's it's a bit surreal, but it's a bit of a it is a sign, isn't it? There's some spirituality to it. I have a lot of this stuff going in my life, so it wasn't a. It wasn't like, although it was a, like I did freeze for a second. And yeah. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> like, you know, um, I kind of believe in that stuff anyway. So it, was, yeah. it wasn't like the complete, like strange to me. That was, it was, it was almost relatively normal, but I just wasn't expecting it. Yeah. So that's kind of the way I was. Like Vicky's a bit more, um, she's kind of on my planet a little bit, but she, she's, she's not quite as much as me. Uh, so she was like, everyone's, oh my God, like, we, we just, I've never been in this part of the school before. I don't even, I don't go to the school. My wife does all that. I'm, I'm <laughs> always working and stuff. Anyway, so we obviously, we, we're, we're heading into the pregnancy now. I had two kids before. Everything's great. She goes through the first scan. All was good. Everything's perfect. All the size is perfect as, as it would be. And then, um, we are heading towards the gender scan and, my wife was completely sold on the fact it was a girl. We went to that first holiday in the south of France, and you know what ladies are like? There was this big, massive baby department store that had a massive sale on, and she's like gone... Straight in there. Gone straight in. Right? <laughs> she's, she's on one. I'm outside working as usual, and I walk in, and she's literally got like this little trolley, because they're small ones, because they're baby things. Like, it's, it's piled up and I, a girl's clothes. I said, what are you doing? She went, buying stuff for the baby. I went, look, see, I went, what if it's not a girl? She went, it is a girl. I went, no, 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 no. It might not be a girl. And Had she been right on we, the previous two? It was, there, was there previous on this? No, no. Okay. <laughs> no, it wasn't that at all. I mean, I knew my first would be a girl because I just willed it so much. If it wasn't, there, there was no God in the sky type of thing. No, there was none of that. So it oh, wasn't yeah. like a... A, a, yeah. a recurring okay. skill that she had. So I said, well, we can't even come back and change the clothes. We're in France, for goodness sake. Like, this isn't like we can walk back up or drive, get in the car or anything. Anyway, so we, we come back home and we go for the gender scan. And we go in, can't wait to see it. Well, we didn't know who, who he was, a boy or girl at this point, but we find out it's a boy. Yeah, so you took a quick drive back to France at this point, yeah? Just like drop the yeah. <laughs> No. <it's laughs> yeah, I told you. <laughs> so... so she, cry, she cries for two days for the girl that she lost. Obviously, her hormones are all over the place. So then we decide that she, then she or she gets in her head that she's better because our youngest is a boy. Yeah. He's played with his sister and because she, she's the eldest. And now he'll have a brother to play with because the sister's a teenager and like, will be a teenager in that time, not long. And she's less likely to play with the baby. So yeah. oh, he's got a brother to play with now. That's great. This, yeah. this worked out great. So we're super happy about it. At Christmas... We decided to tell the children. We did it by putting the three pairs of slippers on the fire on the fireplace. Well, it was cute, thing. and they they were really over the moon, and they wanted to name him. And they both chose the name Ever, and oh, we wow. loved it. Okay. We absolutely loved it. So we said, "Yeah, 
all right, cool, his name's Evan. And we were bringing my youngest boy's high chair to the table when we ate as if he was with us. Okay, so yeah. he, was, he was already a part of the family. Talked about him all the time by his first name. This was all, all how it was. We go past the midway point. We go past another, I can't remember, what, there was another thing that happened. And then we was due another routine scan. We went into the scan. We were literally skipping in. Couldn't wait to see him. And my wife's up on the couch and they put the gel on and they're, they're doing their thing. And I saw, I'm obviously facing the ladies. Vicky's facing the opposite way, right? The way you sit. Yeah. So I saw her face. Yeah. I just I just saw the face. You know, you just know. Mm. And heard, she just yeah. said, I've got to go and get another opinion. And Vicky's going, what's the matter? What's the matter? What's the matter? I've never seen Vicky have a panic attack before. The lady come in and confirmed that we'd lost him. She hit the floor. She was screaming. I couldn't, like, it was horrific. And I couldn't do anything, you know? That was one of my hardest things. And the guys out there will probably relate to that. that yeah. As if a husband or a partner, you feel like you're the one who should be able to, you know, save them from everything or protect them from any of this pain. And you just, just couldn't. Just couldn't do a thing. It's a recurring theme we, we hear. It's that helplessness, isn't it? And and like you say, from the guy's perspective, just I mean, Ryan spoke on this um, and, and Matt as well. I think it's the um, the male side of the. I, I remember when similar experience when we were told that Lily's heart had, had stopped and we were thirty seven weeks, and oh. there was a scream from Amy that will literally haunt me for the rest of my life because it's not it's not a crying scream which you used to hear in it's just it was a scream of pain it was a scream of just sheer horror sheer hell and like you say um scott it's the from the male perspective and the male side of things he's not being able to do anything to take that away because historically, men are the ones who fix things, aren't they? Or men are the ones that are able to protect or be able to make things different, make things better. And it's one of the only times in my life that I've ever been in a situation whereby I can't do anything at that time. Mm. I can't do anything. No matter what I say, what I do, it's not going to make it any better. And all I can do at that time is obviously be there for Amy, hold Amy. It's... it's uh, it's. It's like going to hell. Mm. It is. It's horrible. Yeah, I felt exactly that. And then they took us into this other room for the what they where they take people that are having a bad day. <laughs> and um, I, I was sitting there, and obviously I'm trying to be strong for her because she was in such a pickle, and I was in a pickle. But I was trying to like just push mine away, and mm. and and you, everyone's going to know that I'm just talking what you've all felt. I'm sure. So. So they give her a, a tablet and tell her, this was on a Wednesday, to tell her she's got to come back Friday and have, have the, go through labour and have the baby. And what I, what I struggled with there as well was like, she had to go through labour as well with no happy at the end of it, which was a real, that was also a hard pill to swallow just to watch her have to do all the pushing and, and all that stuff. It was just horrific. And again, I just felt so helpless. So 
we go home, and for those two days, you can imagine we're in all we're we, we're beside ourselves. She doesn't want to let him go. You know, she she's she's having all these awful, we're having these strange conversations that obviously we we've never had before, and we were so sure that everything was going to be fine because we'd had two healthy children already. And then we had to go back to go through this nightmare of a day. Yeah. And they take us up to the pregnancy ward and there's two rooms that are for this type of pregnancy. And in that room, we walked in and on the window, uh, on the wall, on the left-hand side was a blue tree. Oh, so that, that, was in, that was in the room? That was in the ward. That's the ward. Wow. And I knew at that point I was always going to end up here. I've got a psychic friend. She, she's been on every TV show you can think of. Works with Colin Fry and done psychic detectives. She travels all over the world. She's a very, very good medium. Now, I know a lot of people won't believe in all their stuff, and that's absolutely fine. But I was lost here. I've never had a read for me because I, I know her, so I didn't trust anything she said because she knows me. And I asked her about, I said, I just didn't know who else to ask, really. Mm. And I, t- I wanted to see this. I rang her while I was in this room and I sent her the picture and I said, what's going on? Like, I, I, I've had these, this, this blue tree thing, like, so specific. Uh, the minute we said we were having him, to the minute he's leaving, I've got a blue tree at each end. And she told me, um, she said, let me ask, and she does her whatever she does. She said, what a clever boy. Take your time, mate. Take your time. This just shows how real it is, doesn't it? Absolutely. It shows how real it is. Grief is, you know... The thing that unites, it doesn't matter where you're from, what country you're from, what your beliefs are, whether it's religious, spiritual, it doesn't discriminate, does it, no. at all, no matter what you believe or the, no, what your, the, your value the, sets the, are. This subject and this, this whole world that we're in does things to you that, that you, didn't, you didn't know that you could feel, really. You yeah. know, and I'm, I'm, you know, from just seeing Scott's reaction, I, I, you know, I, I think that you can see that um, this is literally what we've been talking about ever since we yeah. started the podcast and and the fact that like i said your your emotions your feelings are just that they're not really yours either that's the point it gets to a point where it's like Phew. i don't i didn't know i could feel this way and i mm. think that's i think that's the point really isn't it you said that i think yeah i didn't think i was going to feel this way you know when you have a child and you have this paternal maternal instinct you literally jump off a cliff with them you don't even know who they are, right? Yeah. And I know that's for the survival of the species because if they're more important than we are, we'll keep them alive and, mm. and then they'll keep their kids alive and so on and so Instinct, on. Sure Instinct, For that reason. But I didn't expect to have this exact same feeling in this situation. Mm. Let me carry on with the story. So, sorry. Uh, don't apologise. She told me that you, you've set him free. He won't... He, he couldn't move forward from his previous life and he came to you to set him free. You gave him so much love, made him feel a part of the family so well before he'd even arrived that 
the, he was your third child. There's three birds that are now set free. Even the leaves look like they're flying away. Yeah. She went, and you managed to, you've set him free. So she went through it. We got to spend half an hour with him, give him a kiss, give him a cuddle, yeah. and we had to say our goodbyes. We, we had a funeral went a week later or wherever it was. I can't even remember now the, the date. And um, Vicky was empty for a long time. I'd like to jump forward now to exactly a year to the day later. Okay. My wife's sitting in bed where it's about 11 o'clock at night. She never goes on social media, my wife. You could message her and three months later, she still hasn't even looked yeah. on social media, yeah. right? She just doesn't go on. But she's sitting on there looking on the Facebook group of our daughter's mummy group, like the yeah. classroom. Yeah, yeah. And there's a lady on there. She's quite spiritual. She's a bit hippie. She wears sort of hippie clothes. And I don't know if you remember. Do you remember there was this thing um, that was a bit of a craze a few years back that was called Magic Rocks, I think, is what was the general name of it. Magic. Kids would paint stones. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Magic hide, Rocks. Hide yeah. them in a forest. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And then, then other kids would go along, find them. They'd take a picture of them. Yeah. And then... They were all around Sutton them. Park. I yeah. remember Magic Eyes. Yeah. Yeah, it's called something like that. It was a bit of a craze, just people... people okay. Take so this lady... She puts on the Facebook group, I've just painted my rocks and I'm taking them over the the, the, the uh, forest tomorrow. And this was the rock. Oh, my word. <laughs> on his birthday, to the day, my wife never goes on there. The, the, the day she goes on there, we have a blue tree. That was on his, his first birthday. A year to the day. Yeah. yeah. A year, wow. exactly to the day. Not a day after, not a day before, the day. So this so this lady who did this would not have known anything? We hadn't told, we we, we, we didn't go around like broadcasting. No, no, yeah, and yeah. to be fair, Vicky didn't want to talk about it mm. to people because she couldn't hold herself together. Yeah, yeah. People, people were like, it got to a point where people were going, where's your bump, like, and all this, yeah. and then she would just <clears> fold in a, in a supermarket. Anyway, I am a man possessed. The next day, or no, sorry, that weekend, because she said I'm going to put them over there, I, I've gone to the forest opposite <laughs> there where I live. I don't know why, but I assumed it was there. Yeah. I'm a man possessed trying to find this rock. I think my son has sent this to me from spirit to mm. physical. Yeah. Yeah, Basically, yeah. that was my head. Yeah. Because it was so precise. Like, how, what's the chances? So, after a couple of hours, it dawned on me, hang on, I don't even know what forest she's put it in. <laughs> <laughs> So I come back home and I say to Vicky, can you please go and can you ask this, this mum where she, what forest she's put it in? She went, I don't have a number. I went, Facebook, you just go on. You can private message her easy and do it. She went, oh, okay. Anyway, a couple of days later, I said, what did she say? She went, oh, I haven't done it. I went, can you do it, please? This is really important to me. This is like, obviously, she had him inside of her. This is kind of my real connection to him, which I've been so uncanny and I've been so blessed to have had it. I just needed to find this this stone. Anyway, so she messages her, tells her a little bit about the story. And the lady said, you're not going to believe this. I did go over the forest to put my rocks over there. But there's one rock that I didn't place over there and I still have it with me. 
And the next morning, <laughs> it was on my daughter's um, table with a little no ribbon around it, and it's been on my bedside mm. ever since. It's crazy. That's crazy. I, I, I just don't even like. Because Scott's right. What he said is, some people might not, you know, didn't necessarily believe in in that. I, I personally, I, I quite do. You know, the, you know when you see things a lot, and it's you see it once, and like you said, you know, if you see the blue tree, and then you see, you have the second incident, and then the third one. It's not a coincidence, is it? It's not a coincidence. Yeah, it's not, is it? I think I don't see how it can be. No, and but. Let me tell everyone what I learned learn from this, possibly. And what I learn is, maybe it's not about us, these things. That are, when this happens, maybe it's not about us. Maybe it's about them. Maybe it's nothing to do with our loss, and it's always been about their gain. If you think of this energy that we all are, whatever this thing is that we are that we have this connection we you know we all yeah. have things like deja vu we at least we know there's something else going on and we don't know we can't um, always scientifically prove everything and and scientists get it wrong all the time anyway maybe we have this parallel universe mm. energy thing going on we're helping them and they're helping us so maybe all of you people out there that have gone through this loss maybe you did a great job and helped your baby move on that's what i think is possible mm. from my story what else could it be they did the autopsy on the um on him and there was nothing wrong with him at all i did want to come to that just to if if you obviously if you don't mind to go back to to the moment when you know you're having the scan and you found out there's nothing wrong with him, and I knew, and I knew there wouldn't be because I don't think he was coming anyway. Right. Because I've been shown that I was always going to end up in that ward. Right. So there was nothing wrong. With, I knew there wouldn't be anything wrong with him because he wasn't coming here for that. How did your wife react to that as well, Scott? In in regard to, you know, obviously your your belief and how spiritual <coughs> you are, and 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 how you strongly believe that there's a sign there and like Matt's just alluded to there it's no coincidence I mean I've had m my own experiences myself where I was a teacher my, my, Amy and I were teachers when when we lost Lily and on my way home from school um, I used to go to the cemetery and and spend a bit of time there and one thing when Lily was born which similar to, to yourself we were sent home for for two, well, we were sent. It was a Friday evening. We were sent home. We had to go back on Sunday for for Amy to give birth, and everything that you've explained there about the, you know, there's no happiness at the end of it, especially after all the pain that um, they have to go through, and and all of that side of things. Um, there was a song that was playing on the radio when Lily was born, and it was uh, called Fireflies by Owl City, and three or four times. I had gone to the cemetery and got back in the car and Owl City Fireflies started to play as I put as I, as I turned the car on. Mm. At that Did time... Did you feel like you knew it was about to, if that makes I sense? Do, do you know what? Sometimes I used to, I used to laugh. Like you can will it. Because I used to think to myself, no, this, this can't be right. Mm. This can't be right. And, and ultimately, I think what, what I sort of alluded to at that time was very much that 
it was a song in the charts at that time. It was number one yeah, when she, you know when she was born. So is it just the fact that I was listening to commercial radio where they you know overplay songs constantly <laughs> no, and, and it's no, always on you know, <laughs> or or was it genuinely was it as was it her you know putting on the radio for you? Yeah, and 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 I think I think what bereaved parents as a whole get, and I think what bereaved parents like as well is to be able to have something that they can believe yeah you know and and listen we all we're all unique we're all unique it's what you need to make you feel absolutely and 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 like amy's just said there as well it's for comfort as well and what Mm. one person believes doesn't necessarily mean somebody else is going to believe it i would never i would never ever say to somebody you know what you're saying or what they're saying is is wrong because what people believe and what people go on is is their own, you know, and and they have their right to do that. But I did at times mm. get in that car and think, bloody hell, she knows, she knows. And I know what you she said about knew. the fact it was number one, and you know, you know, radio stations will play a song quite a lot anyway when, yeah, yeah. when it's popular. But two minutes either side, you'd have missed it. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. So we're, we're, if I if I'd have stayed, yeah, exactly. If I'd have Taking a little slower walk to exactly, the yeah. to the you know to to yeah. fill up the water or whatever, you're absolutely right, and it's all things like that. And you do you think to yourself, if it's thirty seconds later, you never know. And one thing I will say, Scott, is I think a lot of people listening to this will have their own, te- you know, they'll they'll relate to this in their own signs, their own ways, their own things that they've they've seen, they've noticed, or even just felt. It's, it's, I think with yeah. it, I think um, I'm hoping that it helps people in in that other way of looking at it because I think with yeah. with the blue tree, like why did I have that flash of a picture in my head an hour and a half before we was about to see a blue tree? And also then obviously it'd be on the wall in the room. But that stone is like the lady had paint had stood in front of that tree and painted it, copied it almost, you know, the way the way it was. Um, so it was extremely precise compared to like um, other things I've, I've found coincidental, you know? Extremely precise. Amy, can I, I bring um, you in here? Yeah, because you want to yeah, so you want to show. One of my um, other clients that I supported after losing her baby, she was very, um, very into signs and, and picked up on different things. And she highlighted a book um, called Signs, The Secret Language of the Universe. Um, and she said that it's all along kind of very similar lines, how interesting that was. Mm. Um, so I think it is a very common kind of theme almost. When, um, yeah. we're, we're, it's, it's a slightly different, because obviously we, when we buried Callie, but we, so we, when we had Callie's funeral, it was um, the end of June. Mm. And, and um, you know, I know the, the British weather is never predictable, shall we say. Say what it is. <laughs> um, <laughs> So, but the end of June, you'd think, you know, you got a chance of it being a, a sunny day and, yeah. and, you know, and so it wasn't and it was windy and it was cold mm. and we, um, we got everyone to bring a balloon. So we had the church service and then we got everyone to bring a balloon to, to Callie's, um, grave. And, and, and when we were burying, as we were burying her, we said, right, we're going to, we're going to let the balloons off. And I didn't see it, but my, one of our friends said that, all the balloons went up, as you'd expect, windy day, whatever. But one balloon didn't. And one balloon, from where it had been let off, came down and bounced along to Callie's grave and then literally stopped. 
on a again, like, again I, now look on a you know again it's people might say well yeah you know what it's just it's just a balloon it hasn't gone up like it's not it's that's, nice that's you not, know it's not relevant though is um, it? it's not it's that's what is what it ha- means to you we felt so me and crystal felt that that was almost like it was like someone was there to as she went yeah. as she went down to protect her and to you know to say well you know what it's going to be all right we'll, and, and also and also that we'll we'll look after mum and dad for you but it was yeah did it I, give you comfort absolutely well again what ryan well what both of you have said right and, yeah. and scott as well is it you grasp not grasp but you 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 think if, if you feel it, it brings you comfort and and you believe in it then absolutely yeah Amy, can I ask you know in the one to ones that you do here with the Lily May Foundation? Yeah. Is this is this a topic do you get do you ever come across this subject in the you know with the the signs? Yeah, it it's it does come up quite often. Um and different people have different signs. Yeah. Um snow being quite often a common theme. Oh really? Um and we had that snow at her funeral and then snow at really random times, pertinent anniversaries and things. Feathers. And, um feathers. So yeah, yeah. different people. Oh, wow. It has come up before that different people really believe mm. in, in, in signs and get great comfort from that. In fact, where were, where were we the other day? We were out on her birthday, weren't we? We went for a walk on her birthday. We did. Because I was being good. Just under two weeks ago, wasn't went it? Went to the gym, yeah. went, went for a walk, <laughs> went for a really long walk. And as we were walking, just right in front of us, a little tiny feather just dropped from nowhere. Just, just again, like outside, walking in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Tiny feather just... No bird above you, no, no pillows. And floated down pillows. and landed literally yeah. at our feet. I always remember, the one I remember the most um, from Amy was, it was probably about three or four years after we'd lost her and it was Mother's Day. We were at my dad's house and you, on our way home, you actually messaged the radio station because it was hard, I think it was hard. There are other radio stations available. And... Um, <laughs> And you said that uh, that a Ryan sponsored by Radio. <laughs> <laughs> and you said that a uh, you'd messaged in because a feather had popped up in in the uh, in the living room. I remember that to this day. I don't. There you go. That shows where Amy's mind was at <laughs> yeah. that time. Which I, I don't mean yeah. that in a nasty way, but it was it was Mother's well, Day clearly, so it was a difficult day. But yeah, I do yeah. genuinely believe that. Um, People see, yeah, I, I, I'm fully, fully I, believe it. And I have a feather tattooed on my wrist with her name. Yeah. How long have you had that? I've not seen that before. Uh, you had, did you have that not long after? Yeah, 13 years. Because, yeah. right, you've had recently on your hand as well, Ryan, haven't you? you yeah, you, I'm not sure if Scott would be able to see that, but I've had, Lily's, yeah, I've had Lily's handprint put on my hand so that she's always holding my hand. Yeah. And I had it done the day before her 13th birthday because... For some reason this year, I, I, I've been... A, her 13th birthday's hit me a little bit harder, actually, than mm. other birthdays. Is it because it's a poignant... I think it's a point, yeah. Yeah, a poignant age, yeah. becoming a teenager. Um, and obviously, we've got Alfie, who's 16, and then we've got Freddie, who's 11, uh, Ivy, mm. 8, and Bobby, who's 6. And I often look at the two girls and think, oh, I wonder if mm. Lily would have been yeah. like right. them. Yeah. You said that about Etta with uh, yeah. with Etta with Callie last week, didn't you, Matt? Yeah, I think it's just I think it's a normal, normal, normal thing. It's you know it's. A... We've been having that conversation this week because yeah. obviously his birthday's on 
And uh, you said you said he's five this year, is that yeah, right? It's Wednesday, isn't it? Twenty. Yeah, it would have been five. Yeah. So yeah. Do so you, it, it's, do mad, you do... it's mad, isn't it, that you still struggle to talk about it after? Oh well, yeah. It, it, well, it, it's normal. It's normal. Do you do anything, Scott, to um, like on, on a yearly basis on his birthday that? You know, either with yourself and your wife, or with your family, do you do you do anything to mark his birthday? Do you have a birthday cake, and you know the kids no. sing? No, no. I tell his story on on the overcoming obstacles Zoom of the Six Pack Revolution. Okay. Um, in the January wave, which is in February, that zooms in February in the mid, like third of the way into the wave. Mm. Um, as just um, you know, to help other people and. And that's probably where Amy would have heard. Yeah, I think that might be where she heard the story. And 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 I get a lot of people message me. I mean, I've got thousands of people on the program, so I get a lot yeah. of messages of people telling me all of their stories that have happened and, and how it's, this blue tree story um, has has helped them and stuff. So that's why I do that. With that in mind, Scott, with uh, your your profession and the following that you have, and being an inspirational figure to to other people on their own journeys, looking for you to help them navigate them through that. How have you, and we've something we've spoke about on the show multiple times. There is that connection between activity, mental well being. How did you find it for your you know yourself doing what you do shortly after the loss of Evan? Well, that that. Um, weekend, I kind of, I had a moment of, you know, didn't believe in anything anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I didn't uh, visualize this. I didn't create this. What's happened? Like, um, I didn't, you know, I just had one of those moments because I was kind of just bloody pissed off, to be fair. Yeah. And so I was I was going to like, I just thought I might as well just go and have a drink, flipping, get pissed, get drunk you know, mm. who cares anymore type yeah. of thing. You know, your head goes a bit funny at, at yeah. that moment. And I stopped myself and I said, what would I say to a p- participant? So I, I went and did yeah. something completely opposite, actually. I went into the gym and there was a guy in the gym called Jim, actually, um, <laughs> that I've never really spoke to. I've only nodded at and said good morning to, but I know he trains a lot of bodybuilders and, and stuff like that. And I went up to him and I just said to him, could you please give me your hardest horriblest, strictest, nastiest plan that you would give one of your mm. customers that hadn't put the work in and you needed to just get whatever you could out of him in the shortest time. I said, anyway, he gave, um, I said, I'll pay you. I just, and he looked at me a bit like, what on earth am I <laughs> talking about? And I just looked him in the eye and said, I need to focus. And so two days later, I was in the gym and he came and handed me this three-week awful thing <laughs> but i promised evan i would do it what i found from it was one that the six pound revolution gets better results in three days than they did in that routine three weeks which no is nice oh jim jim you let yourself you down all that hell <laughs> um, jim, jim. but what it, it also it focused me i promised i'd do it so i did it okay and um i, I promised him on purpose so that i couldn't break it yeah I couldn't break the promise and then i got one of i write lots of quotes i've probably got over a hundred quotes um motivational quotes that I write a lot of them and my and my quote I got from that um experience doing that three weeks the losing Evan the whole thing was use life's obstacles as a reason to fight and not an excuse to fall because I was gonna fall 
but I stopped myself True. and decided to fight instead. And you can apply that to everything. It's it doesn't mindset, have to be this situation. You can apply it to work, marriage, yeah. hobbies, life, whatever it is. As long as you keep fighting, then you'll keep moving forward. I agree. I think inherently we are tougher than we feel we are. It's something that's, that's you know, said a lot. I always... I, I like the the one that where people say you don't know how strong you are until being strong is the only thing that you've got. That was that was the one that popped up right after Callie was born, not long after, and that one stuck with me. Yeah, because say it again, which one? You don't know how strong you are until being strong is the only thing that you've got. Yeah, so literally, it, when you the only like we talked about last week with yeah, yeah. with Crystal when she was going through a, a panic attacks and things like that. Yeah, yeah. It, it's true. At that, at that point, I, I I couldn't cave because if I if I'd caved, then we'd not got we'd never have moved anywhere. You sort of had no choice. Yeah. The, so you you just you have to you have to you be you have to be strong. You yeah. have to be. Yeah. You, you know, there's no yeah. because also you've said this a lot as far as clients concerned, things like this. As as hard as it is, especially when you're when you do lose early. Sorry, when you're at the early stages of loss, this isn't forever. Mm. But it's hard to see it at that point. But if yeah. you if you yeah. if you stay at this point forever, you'll never you'll never move. Will yeah. you? I think that's an I important. Think the biggest mistake as well is like we were talking about this earlier, wasn't we? That we as humans seem to when things go wrong, we at the moment that we are we should strengthen our foundations. We weaken them even further by drinking or eating badly, um, yeah. thinking bad of ourselves. So the real, the one moment when you need to be stronger, you weaken yourself. Yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah, so we absolutely. should, if we can flip that script and then actually, a bit like the, yeah. do you remember when Tyson Fury, uh, Deontay Wilder, knocked him out, in the, knocked him down in the 12th? What yeah. a moment. Spark out. What yeah, a moment. Yeah, yeah. If you imagine that's, that's your my, my Tyson mm. Fury moment. You need to get back up mm. and start punching. Yeah, because if you you know if you stay down, then you know uh, uh, one of um, Bruce Lee, my, my favorite Bruce Lee quote actually is um, defeat is a state of mind. No one is ever truly defeated until they accept defeat as a reality. Yeah, I agree. And you know with Tyson as well, it and, was it was the fact he came. It was not only that; it, it was his general. That was the, well, he, the pinnacle of his comeback from the, the the drugs, isn't it? The alcohol, the weight gain. I find him, he's, he's bloody inspirational. Well, he almost, he, almost he, he says outwardly, isn't he, that he, he was on the verge of driving into oh, a, yeah. driving his car weird, into, yeah. a, into a, a, a bridge, wasn't yeah. he? Like, you know? yeah. yeah, I think he's spot on. So, I know it's weird to apply that theory to this situation, the Still Parents podcast, but well, it works. if you think about if you yeah. think about it, it's quite appropriate. Yeah. And if you, and if you, are in a situation like this really you need to eat better because your your brain's the one that that's what's struggling right mm. when in the, in our situation right so your what goes through your mouth feeds your brain your brain's a part of that body too it's not just your belly so if you keep poisoning it it's going to be weaker to handle life's mm. trials and tribulations yeah i think you, you're spot on because there's good momentum and there's bad momentum and in those moments like you said you can go one way or the other and, and I get yeah. that a lot with I've had many moms. people sorry Amy I've had many people join the program who've lost we had one guy I mean he he, bless him this his daughter um, during 2020 COVID like the main first yeah. COVID thing 14 she was 
she got cancer. And because of the stupid rules back then, you, he, him and his wife weren't allowed to go and see his little girl together. Yeah. It was one at a yeah. time and only certain mm. times, all this ridiculous yeah. stuff. I, um, don't get me talking about that. <laughs> and, I, I hear you, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And she she passed away in there. On a, yeah, she had her 15th birthday in the hospital and then passed away, um, I think it was just after Christmas. And he joined the January wave because uh, this guy came and I, I just I found him um, through people telling me. And what a clever guy, you know, what a what mm. powerful man to know he had to do something yeah. with his with his head mm. so that it didn't crumble. And I get that a lot with them, with with a lot of mums that I support in terms of they're going literally kind of just round and round in circles, yeah. eating rubbish, feeling bad about themselves, yeah. and then they almost get to a kind of pivotal point of going right, something something's got to change here, something's got to it's give. It's a moment, and isn't that's it? their kind of turning point. Yeah. One of our early guests before we even had a studio when we were still on Zoom, it was yeah, it, it was it was Ian, yeah, yeah, Ian yeah, Lawton. Yeah. He joined us from inside of his car. He was in Northern Ireland, and he'd lost was it over half of it was over half over half of his body weight just from running he'd he never done any was, exercise he was uh, diagnosed as being morbidly obese yes, and right. that he was killing himself he was, by eating wasn't he he lost his he lost Hank I remember his, his, he lost his boy Hank and he used to sit in his room just on the internet just looking for things to distract himself from real life and would be in his his safe area his safe zone and then he didn't want to go to therapy eventually that you know he did it the thing that we've heard a lot, he sat outside, didn't want to go in, men don't want to talk, it wasn't about him. He went in, everything changed, and again, it was that good momentum. He, and he, Was he doing like a marathon every day for a week or something at one point? He did, yeah, his next challenge was 10 days or something like that. He was doing a marathon every for 10 days or something, wasn't he, like that? But his thing was, he, he, he lived off the find your tribe, didn't he? Yes. That's right. And he was running for Hank, wasn't he? That was it, running for Hank. And which is his website, and it, I think just the, the more he pushed himself, the closer he felt. I think that echoes a lot of what. Yeah, I agree with everything you said, Scott. It's, it, yeah. it is that mindset. Yeah, it's um, it's quite a thing, you know, and and it's powerful. You know, it it can make or break you the head, and you need to uh, keep keep hold of it because if you don't, it becomes a problem. I've said yeah. quite well. I've I've said already quite openly. I'm different if I don't go for a run yes if I, if I don't get out it affects you doesn't it, it? completely and, it, and it, it, it's you know just getting out and doing it it, it frees me completely frees me there was the one really podcast you came in and you hadn't been wasn't it for yeah, the, yeah, yeah and that yeah. was the yeah I remember you saying yeah. about that yeah. exercise and eating well is mm. crucial yeah it's a exercise for a start is an investment in your future your posture your muscle tone, your bone density. You know, if you don't want to be someone who needs a wheelchair just because the muscles won't hold you up anymore, you need to exercise. When you said posture, <laughs> everyone in here just readjusted. <laughs> everyone in here just readjusted themselves. <laughs> and and we've got we've got to remember this, right? Everything you are, everything you are to become, and everything you ever will be is reliant on your health. Because hmm. if you lose that. You've lost it all. It's true, isn't it? And people, it's, again, it's something that we should we should know anyway. But often, it's not until that moment you lose it. Well, my dad's seventy six, playing walking football. 
Plays it twice a week. He's seventy six, but that's but that's his. But, but he goes out and that's does brilliant. it. Like if he if he didn't if he didn't want to do it, he, he he wouldn't do it. But he does, and he and he's yeah. And there's nothing yeah. on. There's nothing. <laughs> but there's nothing on him. But he loves it. He absolutely. Your old loves man's it. amazing. I bet he just talks to everyone yeah. on the opposite team, doesn't he? Well, he, he tries. Yeah, I mean, they have to tell him to stop talking about <laughs> yeah. It's the old. It's the old. Um, uh, I think it's just like a story or a fable or something where the guy um, would always when he left his house would jump over his little little white picket fence yeah. and as long as you always did I've heard this yeah you always be able to yeah I've heard it that's, that's a real uh, good thing really. well I've not so, heard that one what's that one I had it you know though that that when just after we lost Lily I tore my ACL and I was football was was massive for me always yeah. has been yeah yeah um, even though I support a shit team Football and just getting out, having the banter with the lads, the yeah, dressing yeah. rooms, just the camaraderie, everything. And then as soon as I did my ACL, it was like, it's oh gone. crap! And you're not it's in that not environment there. anymore, yeah? It isn't there. The environment wasn't there. I struggled massively, and then that's when I got into running. Then I found out running wasn't for me. And I'll, I'll be completely honest. I do you know why? Do you know why, Scott? It's because he ran like Phoebe from Friends. <laughs> <laughs> well, he couldn't even manage a week of the six pack. Oh, no. Excuse me, Scott. I did two. Thank you. Yeah. And, Ten uh, days. Ten days. And um, I, do you know what? I'll be honest. I I did get into a place where I was just like, pardon my French. Fuck this. Yeah. I'm just gonna eat yeah. shit. I'm gonna, you know, I'm just gonna. I've done all my stuff, I, and and I put a lot of effort then into the kids and their sport mm. and, and what have you. And Amy you know, got into the, the gym and, and start, I mean, Amy had always be, gone to the gym anyway, but then be, became a little bit more serious when she did a white collar event and, and what have you oh, yeah, as well. Yeah. I'll be victorious honest. Victorious as well. She was victorious. I've I done one of those as well, Amy. Did we have that conversation? No, no. Did you win? Yeah, I won fight of the night as it goes. So there was 13 oh. fights, so I actually won fight of the night as well. So I've got the two trophies that night. Yeah. <laughs> right, Scott, you got to back me up here because Amy won't let me do one. Oh, mate, it's the best thing ever. Seriously? Is that true? Still buzzing off me now. See, there you go. Yeah, it's brilliant. Sold. Thank you. And, uh, yeah, so, but but then, in all fairness, I then, it was back in August, um, decided to do a transformation programme with a a lad who is a local gym around here. He's all into his boxing and stuff. He did really well. And I did it with my my 15-year-old lad, and um, I cannot now not go to the gym. It's I a have habit. to go to the gym. It's a habit. It's a habit. It's a, it is. You, you were so you were buzzing after a few weeks. You walked. We walked into here, and Ryan was like, "Look, I've not worn this top since I was six. I, don't, I, <laughs> I think for a lot of people, though, it's more the focus in terms yeah. of like you say, you can walk but in. Boxing's fun as well, though. It's, it's yeah. a bit more fun than treadmill or something you can walk yeah. into that and just switch your mind off yeah, from everything 100%. else because you've got to concentrate and on what you're doing it. and, and it's that distraction that you need yeah. a lot you're bang it's, on isn't it that time I, I guess you feel the same for that moment it's just yeah, you're you you're just focused right? on what you're doing it's just you nothing yeah. else matters yeah. and I think people yeah. that are listening though you know you don't, like a lot of people be afraid of something like that but even if you just found something yeah. that you walk enjoy in. doing for 20 minutes yeah, yeah. Walking, I, yeah. I, I yeah. get a lot it's of really, today. You know, there's so many easy little workouts and things yeah. that you can find that you enjoy. 20 minutes, three times a week. You don't have to do an hour no. a day or anything like that, you know? Yeah, just start and, start slow, isn't it, and, and build up. It's it's so important. We've mentioned it, you know, because the the mental well being for for the guys as well. Just going back to what Ryan said before, I forgot. It's important when we had Jake Mallon, who was on an episode previously, and he was talking about um, the you know the because fo- he represents some footballers, mm. and 
when they retire and not being in that locker room, the dressing room environments, th- that on top of the fact that they're not as physically active as the, maybe they were at the peak. And it does have that effect. So it's important to, to talk and to stay healthy. Mm, absolutely. Rudimental part. Yeah, I always remember 90% of your results are coming from the food. So you can exercise as much as you like. If you don't sort that out, the food and drink in some kind of balance, then you, you're not going to look any different. You yeah. still feel yeah. pretty, pretty naff a lot of the time. So you've got to try and yeah. find a balance for that too. Absolutely, Absolutely. agree. Scott, thank you, thank you so much for joining us. I'm realize, I've just realised the time. Before before we wrap up, is there anything that you you, you want to mention that we, we we haven't asked you, or we've we've missed, or anything you'd like to expand on before we uh, before no, we finish up? No, I don't think so. Now? I just hope um, everyone finds some comfort in the the story of the blue tree, and maybe look at it from another perspective that that maybe we are we're not having a loss. Maybe they're having a gain, and that was the, yeah. the sort of message that I felt I got a lot of help yeah. from so thank you for having me as well and allow me to tell the story to, to everybody scott it's been it's been a pleasure and it's it's really interesting to get that insight with from from any different personality perspective religion faith whatever the story was and you know although they're here for the same reason you've lost your child all those different aspects and angles to it and, and that's what we're here for so we really appreciate you taking the time for for joining us tonight i know it was hard and uh yeah big up scott thank you very much mate you're welcome. How can people find you, by the way? Just shout your uh, your socials. I will stick it in the description as well. Uh, the website is thesixpackrevolution.com and Insta and Facebook and all that stuff is at thesixpackrevolution. Thank you. Fantastic. Thank you very much. Amy, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Ryan, thanks, buddy. Thanks, mate. Thank you very much, Matt. Matt Whitehouse. Thank you. And, uh, of course, right. listen back to uh, Matt's episode from, from last week with Crystal. That will be uh, lined up next, actually, if you stay listening to this. Still Parents Podcast on Instagram, stillparentspodcast.co.uk. That's how you can find us here. Thank you very much. That was episode 45. And we'll be back next Sunday. Don't we? So we will be, yeah. Here's the next, who we got on next Sunday? Oh, my goodness. I put them on the spot. It's in the description. Have a great night, That's everybody. Have a great day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bye. Take care, all. Bye. Bye. Okay, cool. We're off. I'll see you later, everyone. Thanks, Scott. Scott. Really appreciate that, mate. Yeah. You're welcome. And um, thanks Wicked. for having me on. And uh, be lucky. <laughs> <laughs>